Gear up as Cash Miller and the team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Hello, everyone. This is Cash Miller, host of Marketing Masters. I'm the CEO of Titan Digital. We're here for another great episode. We're going to be talking content and your strategy. Now, it's really important that you align what you're doing. You know, so everybody knows content's important. We're going to be putting it out online all over the place. People are reading it, but you need to have a strategy behind it. I've got Otis Jackson. He's 3X Digital and he is with us today because he's a content expert and he focuses a lot on the strategy side. Otis, it's great to have you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, glad to be here. Um, my name is Otis Jackson III. I'm from Saginaw, Michigan, and I'm 24 years old. Um, started off playing football all my life and just graduated, uh, recently just graduated college playing football, and now I'm into content and marketing. Yeah, so why why content? Why did you get into it? Well, I started off uh, doing content with my tattoo artist. He brought the idea to me. He wanted to increase his social media presence. And he, he was like, oh, you know, let's create content for it. Start with him, seeing the potential and seeing what it meant and how it worked for him and decided to take it full scale. Yeah. And since you've been able to grow your agency, some, you know, you've, you know, your, your focus as an agency is content itself, but content comes in multiple forms, you know, social media content, you know, yes, content on your website. Yeah. It's, you know, I say everything online is content in one form or another, whether it's video or it's, you know, I say uh, audio content or, you know, physically written content. So, um, so let's talk, you know, strategy first, you know, you, you know, every business needs to have a strategy in place if they're going to think about putting out content and such, you know, so what kind of things do you look at from a strategy standpoint, if you're going to be working with a new business, they haven't really done content before. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everybody's got words on their website, right? But yeah, what are you looking for when, you know, you're putting together a site or you're putting together a social media plan, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And it's going to be focused, you know, like I say, what's your content plan for those you know, companies doing it. Okay. So I specialize in doing content video. So that was, that's going to be my method of media for them. So when I um, talk to a, a business or a brand and they're wanting to enhance their content strategy, I, I, I ask them a series of questions around what does their brand mean to them and what is their message to their customers? What do they want people to know about them? And I'm asking them not in a stance from what message do they want to portray, but what does it actually mean to them? Because, you know, content is all about being genuine and who and true to what you are as a business, as a brand and allowing and connecting that to people that resonate with your brand. We don't want them to be to pretend to be something, but to be who they are, true at the core operating and letting the world know who they are and making those connections. So I want to know I'm asking them. Um, what are like essentially what 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 is their message? What is their why behind their brand? I like that. So the why. Let's get into that a mm-hmm. little bit because you know companies um, sometimes you know a lot of times they don't really think of it. They don't think of the why. It's like you know and the, and why comes kind of in multiple forms. Why do I exist? Why am I you know am I providing this service to people? You know, and so 
when you're exploring the why with a company, you know, what do you like, what's your focus? What are you trying to bring out of that, you know, that business and that business owner, you know, to get at the heart of it? I'm essentially trying to separate them from the business itself. Like I want it to be a human on human interaction, not a business to a human interaction. Cause that's what we're trying to achieve when we're making content is to, on social media is to disassociate the business uh, experience with the human. Because um, essentially that's what social media was created for is human on human interaction, socialization. So the more I can do that in say the questioning pro- interview process with them and trying to figure out who they are, what they're about, that's how I can get a deeper understanding of what they're, of, of their why and the meaning behind their brand to help them display that on social media. Okay. So, you know, you get to the, the why and you have an understanding there and, but how are you going to, like, you focus a lot on the video content and stuff, but how are you mm-hmm. going to take and translate that over? Cause business owners like, okay, I, I know, you know, yeah. what I do. Okay. I understand my why, but how do you translate that to, um, into a message for, you know, your prospects, potential customers and stuff through these different channels that we have. So I'm, I'm going to use one of my clients as an example. He's a dog. Um, he's a dog trainer. So uh, I pretty much, or when it came to his content strategy, he, I asked him, why does he train dogs? His meaning behind Jeff, he was actually in prison for an amount of time and he learned how to train dogs in there. And he told me pretty much about his story and how he was able to transform his own lives and his experience of training dogs and how much they meant to people and transforming their lives. So that when I became to his content strategy, we worked around about just giving tips to people to build his audience into it and to attract his audience. We know a lot of, I have a dog myself. Do you have a dog? Yeah, I've got two. So, you know, like you say, you know, the hassle of, you know, having a dog in your uh, dog in your house and how it can impact your life of having a, either a well-trained dog or a misbehaved dog. So the content that we worked with him, with him being a dog trainer, we're just reaching out to people about giving them t- quick tips of how to address different behavior. And then we also integrated his story and how he came about his brand, how he, kind of, how he came about training dogs and kind of just gave it an integrating experience. So people made that connection with him and fell in love with him as a person and also with his brand. Because today having a face with a brand is so essential. So essential. Yeah, that's actually that's interesting because you took the, you know, what on the surface would look like a negative story, you know, his backstory a little bit, but he's turned it into such positive and animals, you know, have helped him, you know, do that. And so to put that story out, people can then empathize, you know, empathize with that, you know, with him Mm -hmm. and and look beyond, look at him as a person. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the background that is, you know, would be associated. So he's not shying away from that. He's actually, He's using it to his advantage and such. Yeah. And with, you know, animals and stuff, you know, people love animals, you know, for the most Mm -hmm. part, you know, people do. Um, And I can see how that could be a real advantage. So it it is an authentic way of portraying yourself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of brands, especially for um, small businesses, are often built around the owner and such, you know, 
what that business is. Uh, and so he's the face of the company. Mm-hmm. He's the person you're learning from and you can build that individual connection with him. So that's a great way you know, for you to, you know, he's figured out his why he's under, you know, and people understand why he does it. Yeah. And also that he is an authority at this and then giving tips and stuff and things like that, help them connect. That's great. Um, you know, so if you're, you know, you're building up your content, you know, through that, um, you know, when you're getting into content, one of the things that's also really important, like how much content, you know, you mm-hmm. see, so you focus on video and content can take time to create. And Absolutely. granted with short form videos is like, they're like wonderful because we can, you know, we do them on our phones and things like that. But, but how much content, you know, to really, you know, put that message out there. Do you think people need to be creating? Um, I'm more of a quality over quantity type person when it comes to quant- uh, content. Um, people always ask like, so how much content should I put out a week? I'm like, well, it depends. Cause I know people that probably post once or twice a week, but the, but the quality of the content, meaning the message, the, the content itself, who, who is speaking to, is it resonating to, they build an audience that way because it's all about the message. So, um, I don't really, I believe probably like amount, my strategy, I like working three, three to five videos at max, depending on the platform. Um, just because like you said, like it putting out content, it, it, it's a very tedious task when it comes to editing, uh, recording and everything. But I don't want to put a number on saying this is how much content you should be putting out. I focus on the value, the, the quality and the value of the content being put out. I don't care if it's one or two videos a week, the one or two videos will work if the content is doing, it's meant to do what it's supposed to do. Well, let me exp- like expand the question too a little bit because, mm-hmm. you know, there is, I like your thing, you know, quality over quantity, okay? Because mm-hmm. people can put out a lot of quantity, but it gets mm-hmm. no traction because, you know, um, it can be very generic. Like I say it's Absolutely. not necessarily something you're going to connect with. So let's talk about, um, mm-hmm. differentiation in that content to help you yep. differentiate from other, you know, um, you know, your competitors and such, but also differentiation between the different pieces of content. You know, I like say how much do you want to vary this stuff? Cause like I say a lot of content that can be, that we often see on social media channels and stuff mm-hmm. is, is very generic. Yeah. And companies will put out the kind of the same thing. It doesn't have really, a, it's not very authentic. It's just like, you know, we're doing it to Absolutely. do it. So how Absolutely. much does it really matter? And then how do you go about um, making sure you differ, you know, differ your content? Um, differentiation is probably like the most important thing because uh, social media and online is so saturated with people just, again, posting just a pose or, or in their way or just wanting to be present. Uh, just wanted to be present. So the way I go about differentiation, I'll use my dog, a uh, dog training client again is yes, he's, yes, he's training. And then there's uh, people out there, you know, that give training tips, but again, connecting his personal story to, and deep digging deeper into his why I feel like that makes the brand a little bit more stronger because it's more than just dog training. You have a person that's connected to it, the story to it, and it just enhances the overall brand. So when I 
reach out to my other clients. I'm like, what's your story? Also, like, how do you come about it? I love talking to owners. Like, what's the history of the like? What what can we do to to tell this story? It's about telling the story. Yeah, it's and what you mentioned though, like, okay, so what is your story? In some cases, businesses you have to uh, look deeper in, you know, mm-hmm. and say, okay, what are you actually, you know, like, how did you get your start? Why did you do this? You know, right. what's the, like say the individual background and most businesses have something if they think about it. And so your job on your end is to prompt them to start thinking about it. Yes. And, and that, like say, yeah. And some of the, you know, people think of the, the story of the business, but the business was started by a person. Mm-hmm. So what is their story? Why did they get into it and such? And what it can do is give you more content, more things to work with. Right. Yeah. More reasons. Like say your example, you know, of a dog trainer and he's got that personal story, mm-hmm. which led him into the business. And that can resonate with people. Like I say that's where you get that authenticity from. Absolutely. Doing that. I owe it. Um, there's a brand that I follow on LinkedIn and stuff. It's a uh, Stuckey's and it's a candy company. Okay. Yeah, you know, they do like pecan nugget candies and stuff. And the lady that um, runs it, she's, you know, she's brilliant, honestly, with her social media. Um, you should check her out sometime. But she, the company has been around for a long time and it struggled for a long time. Her grandfather founded it and then eventually was like sold off. And, you know, but she ended up uh, being able to acquire it a few years ago. And she's been telling the story, not just of its original history, because mm-hmm. you know, it goes back to like the 1940s, which most companies don't have that much history, but right. you know, it's it goes back a long ways, and she's able to tell it in such an authentic way, and it's she's you know it's for her it's a rebound story, you know, right. and at the same time though people are becoming invested in what she's doing, and they are trying to they're buying that product, they're trying that you know. And yeah, you know, I let's say I was on a trip to Florida one time, and mm-hmm. I saw and I saw her the sign for Stuckey's, you know, as on a convenience store or something. I'm like, we got to stop. I need oh, to yeah. try that. <laughs> I need to try that candy. And sure, you know, and they had it, and we bought some and stuff. But you know, so business people and their and companies they need to be thinking deeper right. if they want to have an authentic, you know, content strategy. Right. You know, it's like, what can you pull from? What can you do? You know, there's always something behind it. Right. You know? Absolutely. So if you're like working with, you know, what do you, what do you do though? If that company does lack that history. Okay. So they don't have necessarily like some companies don't. And, it, and it's just because maybe they're younger. There is a reason they started, but what happens if you're trying to build up that, you know, authenticity and stuff, but there's not a great deal of material to work with. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, so depending on most of the time, the companies that I have where I'm talking to the owner. So whether the business itself is relatively young, um, they had some ideas, some either person, some event, something that they saw that sparked that idea to start somewhere. So as long as I have a starting point, I can get creative and try to build off that while staying authentic to what to who they are and what they I just let them tell tell them like I know some business owners um again it probably gets buried in the day-to-day tasks they really don't think about it they probably lose track of the why but I feel like I'm aside from me being like their content strategist I like connecting with them on the personal level to just figure out who they are 
what they're about and it just spin on that story and, and get them to talk about it and share that. Yeah. Um, let me like move into the next area. Um, you're, how can you take, mm-hmm. or how does your content strategy help you enhance your brand overall? Uh, like, you know, you've got, you're trying to build it up, but a lot of times, you know, in some cases, like, what are you trying to, I guess, accomplish when you're trying, you know, brand enhancement's really important. How does content help with it? Uh, so content is overall going to bring brand awareness and brand loyalty. Um, um, it's, oh, it's, it's strength. It's because it brand content is going to always send a consistent message. That's why having a strategy is about having a consistent message across all platforms. So you're visible and it's a consistent message that when people can see you, recognize you and be like, hey, that's what they're about. I like their story. And it builds that brand loyalty as the connection is built. How do you go about, you know, okay, so depending on the kind of company you are, you can have different target audiences and segments. So how do you take your content and you differentiate it, you know, for those different, tar- you know, because for one, you got to determine who your audience is, right? You Absolutely. Know, who are you trying to attract? So how do you go about doing that? And then how are you going to go about creating, you know, s- specific types of content for that audience? Because some businesses can have some very um, specific audiences that they need to attract. Some businesses are being, you know, going to be right. a bit broader and stuff. But, you know, if you took something like, you know, Nike, you know, like running shoes or something. Okay. Yeah. Your audience is going to be women potentially, mm-hmm. but you could also have another one that's going to be men. Those are two, you know, you can have a crossover between the two. They both want right. to run, but you're selling different products to each because, you know, it's not, it's not the same thing. A men's running shoe is different than a women's. So, you know, how are you going to identify your target audiences and then differentiate your content, you know, for, for them? Okay, so either I ask, well, I actually do both. I ask the owner of the business who 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 they feel like, what's their perspective on who they're targeting. Do they know some people? Some people have a direct answer. Some people I probably help them well figure out that okay, this is who we're targeting. And then, uh, like we mentioned earlier, you know, AI is is here in his head. So I also use that to figure out. Okay, we have this business. We have the uh, who it, who are the people they after? What's their pains? What's their desires? What do they what do they want? And then I just had hands on either either their solutions to a pain or and then again, what are their desires? What do they want? What do they want to see? Like with the um, I'm use the dog trainer as an example. Uh, most common problems that we figured out again just from talking to him and. Uh, using AI, leash, leash pulling, barking, that's probably the most uh, highly resonated pain point that people have with dogs. And the desire, again, is just having a dog that don't, that listens to them on commands or sometimes a dog that, uh, that doesn't, uh, that responds to their commands without treats. So the more that we, so we, when, once we figure out those pains and desires, we make content around the tip, like uh, we make content around addressing those ideas of how to solve those problems, which will make him the expert, the uh, go-to source for that. Okay. 
Um, you just mentioned uh, chat, and I always like to get, you know, especially with yeah. the content people that I've been on with guests and stuff, you know. So I like to ask how you've been using it. So if you're, because you're, you know, trying to create content, now you do a lot of video content. So yeah. the, you know, so how are you potentially incorporating, you know, things like chat GPT into what you're doing as a content, you know, for your content? How much can business owners kind of rely on it? you know, to help them with their own content strategies. Like where can you go and what is it not going to be able to do for you? Because I say when you're doing, people are always looking essentially for, you know, chat GPT is seen as uh, sometimes a replacement, sometimes an assistant, sometimes it's, you know, a shortcut to stuff. So kind of what's your take on it? I don't think it will be for anybody that's uh, creative, especially when it comes to writing or video. I don't think it will be a replacement because it can go so far with it. I think it will. It's uh, a useful for prompt if you're having a blog to give you some idea to work off of. But um, how I use it, uh, I use it for audience identification. Once I get a new brand, I'm like, what is this audience? If it's not an audience that I'm already familiar with, again, if I'm not somebody that, if I'm not a part of that audience myself, I think I do a good job of kind of looking at a business and like, okay, these are the type of people that work there. I use ChatGPT as either confirmation for myself or again, insight. It's pretty much another research tool a faster research tool, in my opinion. I don't really use it as to develop as something uh, to develop something for me to uh, to like directly implement, but solely as a research tool for myself. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard that with you know certain people as far as research and stuff. Some mm-hmm. people kind of like lean into it a little more, you know, a little less. Let's so say as an agency, we use it for all of our employees, but in some cases, it's an assistant. In some cases. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's helping you directly do your job. It just depends on you know what your job is. It's not a replacement necessarily for mm-hmm. any particular position because you need people you know in that role to be able to use it correctly. So it should be able to speed things up. I had a, a guest and he focused a lot on uh, you know the uh, speed that you get out of it compared to what you normally have. And in some right. cases, you could see a fifty percent increase in productivity because you can do you know because it's able to do a lot of the things you know it's really good for a lot of the basic stuff yeah you know, and it's not necessarily when you start to get it more high level mm-hmm. uh, that it's not not as effective um let's talk about the different types of uh content and what you really recommend what you see sort of in the market as being the most effective types of things because for you know years we've had blogs Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, blogs go back about 15 years or so, a little bit more than that, you know, now, but short form videos come along. You have, of course, longer form video, you know, for different businesses, Um, you know, and depending on the platform you're on, let's say if you have an Instagram or something, you, you know, you could be more image reliant and whatnot, but you, like I say, the Instagram is using a ton of video. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you see that business owners should be taking advantage of? And then also, if they're going to be doing it, how do they go about, you know, creating it? So for example, if you're doing short form, you know, video, what do you need to be prepared to do on a regular basis? Cause anything, if you're putting it out on social media at all, you've got, you you have to be consistent. You've got to be willing to do, you know, it's a long-term game. Yes, absolutely. Um, I definitely believe short form video is the, is the, it is the is the wave. Uh, I definitely feel um, that's the best way to grab attention 
grab attention quickly and keep that engagement, even though you still have to do it in a rather short, uh, short span. Um, when I make videos, I like to keep it uh, a minute less, minute max, uh, better just to say, because uh, you got two seconds to even grab their attention and to get them to decide if they're even going to even watch seven, 15 seconds of that video. And uh, and then the video also has to get straight to the point. What are they watching it for? Where are they gaining for you? Where are they gaining for? So as a business, I will get into short form video and make sure that the, whoever is watching is gaining something from the video. It's not a, like when we mentioned earlier how some um, people look at social media just posting just a post. Like, what are they gaining? What are they gaining from it? And a video, I feel like video allows businesses to get that information out there in a quicker and more aggressive and resonating way than posting a blog post or something that they will have to sit there and read because, um, you know, a lot of people don't want to sit there and read. Yeah, that's right. You know, so, yeah, people don't. And that's why the rise of short form video has been, you know, so, I guess, dramatic and quick because, like I say, you know, now that phone, you know, cameras have gotten so good and stuff, it's really easy to, to take it, post it and such. But you do want to make sure that it aligns with your overall content strategy, the stuff you're doing. Don't just do it to do it if it's not in alignment. Mm-hmm. Um so I want to, you know, to give our audience a, a little bit of a, I guess, um, certain takeaways. You know, yeah. I want to I want to run this by you. Um, okay. So for short form video, mm-hmm. um, ideas you would have for different industries, and I'm going to name the industry. Okay, and I'll start with an easy one. I'm going to start with what you've already cited as being, you know, if you're a dog trainer, what kind of videos can they be using? So as a dog trainer, educational training tips. Everybody wants to know what's a quick training tip uh, to solve a quick solution around the house, whether they're barking. uh, I know leash pulling is is a big, heavy one that everyone comments. Um, Jumping on top of furniture. How do you fix that? So it's just a quick tips that you can implement right then and now, right then and then, uh, right then in that moment to solve that problem. Okay, so you mentioned a tattoo artist. Okay, yep. what do you do with a tattoo artist then? For him, it's just about displaying his work. Uh, I want to get his work out in a most presentable uh, way, just showing him what it, what he's about. The unique thing about him, uh, I found like he's a he's a freehand tattoo artist, so which would set him apart from a lot of tattoo artists that you see that they take the picture and stencil on him. He can literally you can come to him with an idea he'll visualize that visualize that idea for you and draw it right in, in front of you so a lot of content that i made for him just to show his process we did time lapse videos just to show that process mm-hmm. of coming to the studio just uh, off a conversation and then you see the finished product it's amazing it's an amazing thing to watch huh, that's pretty good okay mm-hmm. so what would a landscaper do landscaper a lot of people uh like like process uh that's the thing about uh, social media a lot of people want to know that the the why is probably the biggest thing about when it comes to content strategy or anything people want to know how do you get to point a to point b so landscaping uh let's show them a before and let's show them before and after and let's actually show it getting put together so Go out and film your crews and things like that. Is show them working. Like, how do they get there? Because before and after pictures are cool, you can see. But when you actually seen something be built, 
and develop it, I feel like it just resonates a lot more because you're like, wow, I didn't know that was done that way or that just looks cool or it, it might even just spark interest for somebody that wants to do something like that. Okay, so here's one, um, a pool cleaning company. Pool cleaning, uh, <laughs> let's see. Pool cleaning company. So we can actually do, I feel like, okay, so for pool cleaning, I will actually go about both. We can show, oops, we can show the process of them clean the pool and also provide their audience with tips on how to maintain a pool so that it doesn't get too either nasty or too out of reach that, that actually can prevent them from actually needing the cleaning service, but it's also just providing value information that provides trust because it will come across like, okay, well, they're a pool cleaning company. Why are they giving us the information? It just shows that they that they care about the uh, care about what they do and that they're not there just to get your service. They actually want you to maintain their pool. And then if it gets to that point where uh, it's either too much time or too much to handle, that's what they're there for to help you for. Yeah, that's good. Cause uh, you know, I think with a, a pool cleaning company, you could use like before and after photos. Cause some pools yeah. when they get really nasty oh yeah, you know, and then you show, okay, it took this, 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 you know, uh, but now you can see what it looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So things like that. So I'll throw one more at you. Uh, oh, yeah. What is it? What does a lawyer do? A lawyer. <laughs> a lawyer. Edu- education. Uh, I feel like I feel like their um, content would be strictly educational based. Uh, depending on the type of lawyer, depending on the type of clients that they deal with, just provide them or what they or what potential clients would need to know about certain situations or just the re- lawyer client relationship or just anything that's pretty much not either naturally talked about or something that they uh, need to know. So again, we're trying to build them um, as a trusted source. So gatekeeping information, I really wouldn't, I will, I will provide the, I will provide the viewer as much information as they need to know as having a relationship with the lawyer and how to even navigate through courts or whatever they're dealing with um, so that they're prepared and that they have a, then that they have trust with them. Yeah. That- that's great. Okay, so we're uh, nearing the end here. Um, I like to give you know people takeaways and such. Yeah. You know, so what would be your um, I guess top three you know or four you know things that if you're gonna go into you know you're thinking of your content strategy how to align it with your brand and how to put it out there what would be your top you know pieces of advice you know for doing so. Um. So my first tip is just by going off as I talk to uh, talking to different businesses and um, is just being look at content as a um, broadcast of what of what you naturally do on the normal basis. Um, it's not something that you got to prepare yourself to show It's if it's something that you believe in and it's something that you do make content about it and don't be scared to make content about it. Again, you're like social media is a place that you connect with people that find resonance, but you're not going to connect with everybody. Not everybody's going to have resonate with you. And that's okay. Do not, there are people out there that like what you do and will love what you do. So don't be scared to make content. And it's just about making content about what you, about what you naturally do on a a normal basis. Uh, Two, is to be value to be value packed 
um, especially I just feel like that's uh I should have made that number one actually, but <laughs> <laughs> but number two be a value pack. I always tell business owners when I look at their pro, I'm like, okay, this is the problem I see. I'm like, you're just telling them that you exist. This is what you have to offer. They don't know anything about you. How what you offer benefit them in any types of way. I'm like, you have to be customer focused and you have to be customer focused, audience, people focused uh, and what and how you present your content. So my advice or takeaway is to be always to be people focused and provide value to them and how you can help them enhance whatever situation they're, they're coming to you for a problem or so a, for a problem or something and looking at you as a potential solution. Okay. And my number uh, three thing, this is just so far as navigating of just being a presence on social media is don't ghost don't ghost your audience engage with them uh, social media is a place to engage uh if they're engaging with your content engage with them back don't post and leave comments unread or leave messages unread message them back comment let you let them know that you appreciate them being there at the end of the day you know that people are the driving force of your business cool Got any last ones? Um, <laughs> I, I, I would include be authentic with your content. You know, oh, like we, yes, like we yes, talked about. Yeah. Family, yeah. Uh, yeah. You yes. definitely want to you know, be authentic. So if Otis, if anybody needed um, help from you, how would they get a hold of you? You can email me at Otis at 3xdigital.com. I spell out my three. Uh, it's not the number three. 3xdigital.com. And also the same on my website. You can visit me at 3xdigital.com. Reach me there or message me on Instagram. Uh, I, I, will re- I, like, I will respond. I'm always on my Instagram. That's where I hang out. Um, you can find me there. It's o- OJ3. It's spelled out also. <laughs> three is spelled out. Um, and you can find me there and get in contact with me there. It's been great having you, Otis. Um, you know, I appreciate you being on the show. My name is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters and CEO of Titan Digital. We've had another great episode. If you are thinking of a content strategy and how you're going to put it together, you know, and the things you should be doing, Otis is an expert. And, uh, you know, it is something that every business should be taking advantage of because it helps enhance your brand puts you out there more. Remember, you want to be authentic with that content. It does take work. It's something that, you know, if you're going to invest in, know that it's a long-term investment. So thank you for joining us.